0: Well, welcome back, everyone, and we are in episode 12, and I am just still kind of in shock that this podcast has really just come to life, and I have been so intentional with what I want to share what I want to talk about um, on these episodes so that's why you know now they may not come every other day or every two every twice a week or whatever it is um so but just nonetheless thank you to those that have just been showing such endless amounts of support and love and you know whether you've been on this ride with me since day one, since the first episode got published, or you're just joining in now. Thank you. Thank you for the love. And those of you that are my fan favorites, keep sharing, keep sharing these episodes and showing up. Um, it means the world to me. So this episode is just super fitting for obviously what the year has been. The title it speaks for itself. Because 2020... <laughs> And it has definitely been a year that we all can have our feelings on. So I want to really get into it. So if you are ready to just listen, nod your head, give your input, let's do this. All right, you guys, here we go. So I think we just need to, you know, address the elephant in the room and really take that deep breath and just say, 2020. (laughs) And I can guarantee 99.9% of you have at least said that today, yesterday, or you've thought it you said it at some point and you certainly said it as soon as march hit or april 1st when everything just kind of took a standstill and we pretty much our world was paused when we all were kind of given that order of hey (laughs) guess what Life as you know it is never going to be the same. Even if you think about it, I remember because I work at a school, we were saying bye to the kids for spring break, giving all the hugs, all the love, all of that, hugging each other and not realizing when we said those goodbyes, life was going to be different. Things were never going to be how they once were. People that were leaving the gym for the last day before, you know, shut down, not realizing things were going to be different. People with jo- certain jobs not realizing things were going to be different. Essential workers not realizing that their lives were about to change. And all of us that sat there and just thought, of, and, you know, we had to sit in a lot of silence, if you could say. And I don't mean silence so much as like there was silence um, because if you had like kids or if you had a significant other or a roommate, whatever it was, you definitely were still hearing the noise <laughs> in that sense. But you had to deal with really the silence of your own self if that makes sense. You had to really learn how to do certain things without the security blanket of other things in our life. Um, Because it's so easy when we just are naturally like getting dressed, getting ready to go to work. Like it was normal for me to my everyday to day to like get up, get dressed, go to work. And then for our last few weeks of school, you know, adjusting to getting up and just pulling up the laptop and popping on a Zoom. That's what my life was. Um, You know, the essential workers, you know, like doctors and nurses, just literally being on call all the time gym owners you know that unfortunately or thankfully like i'm thankful for my gym because you know we were doing zoom workouts you know they were having zooms uh for boot camp classes you know we had to improvise life um and then unfortunately some businesses had to shut down due to everything that went on then you had people in relationships that were definitely being tested because it was definitely a make or break because i could guarantee there are some people that they said their relationships got stronger and then there were some that were like listen they showed their true colors really saw them for who they were and I realized I can't stand them so we realized it was not meant to be and that happens and there's just a lot of things that you we all learned you know parents that had to learn how to help their kids with virtual learning um when it was new to everybody on the spectrum it was a brand new thing that we all just kind of had to be like okay this is life this is what we have to learn this is this is what it is it it was it was definitely something that we all just were like wait a minute this isn't what we were prepared for this isn't what we we were built to do And I understand that there was a lot of things. I think all of us were like, wait, I wasn't equipped for all of this. But here we are. We're in November. And the year is almost over. And I think one of the things that... You know, I could ask you or even ask myself. um, And if you hear any sort of noise, it's my dogs. So I apologize. But I think if we can really be open and honest with ourselves and ask certain questions, and that is, what did we take from what this year brought us? What can we really have learned from this? Because I feel like in any aspect of life, there's always some sort of lesson that I feel like we can learn. Now, any of us can easily say, it was the worst year of my life. Didn't learn anything. I. It was just miserable. It all stunk. And that's okay. Because, unfortunately, people lost important people in their life during this situation. And it, it's heartbreaking when I saw people that lost loved ones or um, friends or whomever. That is heartbreaking because nobody should ever experience a loss like that, um, especially during this time when you know you can't see people or be around people for whatever the case may be. Um, and then I saw a lot of blessings, a lot of a lot of life was brought into the world. I had a lot of friends that had babies during this time, even though it was it wasn't you know the normal. Uh, births and everything where, you know, you could have all the family in the, in the hospital and all of that. But, you know, th- there was life brought into the world during this time. Um, but I really think that we could all learn something from what this year has brought us. Now, again, I mean, I still say, who 2020. But in all reality, it wasn't the worst year of my life. It wasn't the worst thing. If anything, it, it grew me as a person. And I would hope that a lot of us could say the same, that it grew us. Because I know for me, being a person that, you know, still deals with a lot of like, maybe sometimes I get insecure about stuff, or I'm not very outspoken or bold or brave on certain things because, you know, I'm, I get shy. Um, that's, I, I still, we lived like 10 year old Ashley who gets like very shy, just super timid and, you know, kind of just stays quiet and doesn't complain <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, and I'm very good to just kind of like roll with it. And sometimes, you know, I could see other people like having fun and doing all these things and I could just sit in the corner and be like, it is what it is. It's fine. Um, but I could say that this situation, I would say, made me a stronger individual. It helped me deal with things that I had been avoiding for a long time. It helped me grow relationships like friendships, um, not those not that kind of other relationship, but it helped me grow with friendships with people. It helped me, in a spiritual way. Um, and I know not everyone, you know, has a relationship with God and that's fine. Um, but I know me, it it helped my relationship with God. It helps me really lean to him and draw closer to him and, and read the Bible and do devotionals and actually do things that I sought myself out to do. It definitely helped me with my relationship, even with my children. Um, I granted, like they still have their moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, these kids. But it helps me grow with them. You know, we, when they would swap back and forth for me and their dad, and obviously when we couldn't go anywhere, you know, it challenged me to play games with them, like board games. Like we played Uno a lot of the times, we played Candyland, uh, Sorry, Connect Four. Like we, we definitely played a lot of games. We cooked together. We baked together. That's probably where I'm. At. That's not probably. I know that's why the quarantine weight got a little bit excessive because you know we were having fun and spending time together because that was all we could do. We didn't have the pleasures of escaping where the kids could go to a friend's house or we could just go somewhere. We we had the four corners of our home. And that was it. We we had nowhere else to go, and it definitely tested our me and my kids' relationship when it came to them doing their virtual school. That was definitely a testament. Um, those last nine weeks of school, for sure. But I wouldn't have traded that for anything, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. And honestly, this season, you know, this year taught me to love myself i have always preached and talked about you know love the skin that you're in love who you are there'll be an episode about this too don't worry um but i always talked about love the skin that you're in but i was still dealing with the demons and the battles of my mind because i was still having a very unhealthy relationship with with food and with dealing with my anxiety and just all the things and stress i would stress eat i would emotionally eat. i was a mess but this time around and also listening the other problem was too i was listening to other people tell me what my value was that i was only considered beautiful if my hair was long or if i was a certain size it was just all these things that like i said there'll be a whole episode in regards to that but that's when, you know, the aha moment for me came and after, you know, once stores slowly started to open and, you know, my hairdresser was able to start taking appointments, I was like, we're chopping my hair off. And I had, you know, and I've been natural for over three my apologies. I had to stop my episode, (laughs) the recording because the dog was getting a little crazy, but that's okay. Um, but I had mentioned that I had this aha moment, you know, once the salon's open and, you know, dealing with all the stress and everything. And I just told my hairdresser, cut my hair, cut it all off. And, you know, I had been growing it for over three years, um, naturally. And, I think because of all of the stuff that had been going on through the year and just, it was just a year of a lot of things that took place. I mean, I don't know. We just got thrown with so much this year. If I can be honest, I think all of us were like, really, like, what else? It was like that plot twist of a season, like that one season of a show where you're watching and then like there's that suspenseful like to be continued episode and you're like really like that's how we're gonna leave it it almost kind of did those or a lot of cliffhangers kind of took place like that season finale and then you're like um so now i gotta wait like six months till the next season to find out who did they choose you know those type of situations and you know after i cut my hair i just felt so free and I did get backlash, not really backlash, um, I should say, but there was definitely those that had their feelings on it. But this this year and this season taught me to not care. I loved my hair. Yes, I loved it when it was long and luscious and I was able to straighten it or have it curly or whatever I wanted to do with it. I loved it, but it got to the point That I was tired of just living to everyone else's standard. Living to what everyone else wanted from me. And I had to really get real with myself and realize that it wasn't about them. It was about me. And I think that if we can all be honest with ourselves, like, what is it that we are willing to do differently. What have we changed about ourselves? Are we still trying to please other people so we can fit in? Because if your answer is yes, then we need to change that. Because if anything, this year should have taught us to not please everybody. If there's anything that this year has taught us is to be brave. If there's anything this year has taught us, it is to just be bold go for it do those things that you said you wanted to do years ago but then said you didn't have the chance this was the season the year to take those chances this was the year that if you wanted to go back to school you could have gone back to school this was the year of you saying i want to start a business you start that business you just do it if this was the year that you told yourself i am going to find love again do it If this is the year that you say, I will no longer be disrespected and I'm going to be me, go for it. There is no reason any of us shouldn't be chasing something that we've always sought out to do because of fear or because we didn't have time. Honey, we had plenty of time. There was a lot that we had time to do. This this was the year of opportunity. This was the year that we really could say yes to ourselves. This is the year to, it's okay to be a little bit selfish and do something for yourself. And if somebody tells you differently, then that's not the right people in your circle. And you need to reevaluate that circle. But this is the year (laughs) that blessings were made to have for you. And some of you may be sitting there like, Ashley, are you kidding me right now? Blessings? This this year did not feel like a blessing. Are you sure? Because if you're still breathing right now, if you're smiling, if you find yourself either happier in your relationship Or happier because you got out of that toxic relationship. Or you're happier because your kids are smiling. Or you're happier because you finally quit that or got rid of that job that was just stressing you out. Or you're happier because you realize how much you love your job. Then yes, you definitely are happier. You should have so much joy that it's disgusting and another thing is we can easily complain about what this year has done how about we really be grateful be grateful think about what you have right now you don't need to have it all you don't need to have the riches you don't need to have the fancy car you don't need to have the fancy house you don't need to have it all but being grateful for what you do have Do you have a place to sleep do you have a car to drive do you have food to eat do you have clothes to wear do you have a job (laughs) do you have people that you consider to be valuable to you that love you unconditionally that would be sad if you weren't there that value what you think if you have all those things, or at least one of them, that's something to be thankful for. I did an episode about gratitude as attitude. I'm telling you, when you start focusing on the good, your attitude's going to change. When you stop looking around and stop thinking about, well, they have this and I don't, it's not about them. It's about what you have right now. Honestly, the things that you have can be worth so much more than, what the richest person in the world has. You know, when I stopped worrying about, well, I wanna be able to have it all like that person and realized that I was already rich. I was rich in love. I was rich with what God has gave, given to me. Given, <laughs> not a word, Ashley. But when I realized all of those things, oh, please, I was, I was wealthy. I was rich. I had it all. And I think that's what we need to take from what this year has been. I understand some of you probably got a pay cut at your job, lost wages, um, are struggling maybe financially. I get it. I mean, I've been, I'm in that same situation, you know, pay got cut, things had changed. There are things that I quote unquote don't have, but you know what I do have I have hope. I have hope for what this year has done. I have hope for what this year is going to end on. There's a lot of hope in my heart. And that's what flips my mindset of not, of being mad or frustrated because, oh my gosh, this year. It's changed. It's changed this time around. I think... If I can be honest with myself, the things that I've been dealing with and the things that have been going on in my life right now, I guarantee a year ago, two years ago, I wouldn't have the attitude I have now. That's even like right now. This quarantine, this pandemic has gotten me brave and bold to start a podcast. So if that right there doesn't speak volumes, I don't know what does. Because that right there kind of shifts the set, the, the mindset for me. So I want you to really sit and think, how has 2020 been for you? How can you turn that negative thought about this year into a positive one? How can you really, truly make it the best year that you could have made it? And it's not too late, we still got two months. It's November, we still got to December. December 31st, guys. We could still end this year in the best way, shape, or form. I intend to. I intend to continue to get braver, stronger, bolder, and not allow what anyone says. And I think that's what you need to do too. Not allow anybody to dictate what it is that you need to be doing because this is your story to write you hold the pen to your story and you better make it a darn good one i know i'm going to so with that i'm going to end it with this that you are worthy you are loved you are amazing you are so capable you have what it takes okay you have what it takes And you are gonna get ready to change some lives. And you are brave. You're bold. You are amazing. Until next time.